G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast. Remember, you can hear 2020 on the Vision Radio Network each weekday from 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time. Today's podcast is all about the national curriculum. The new national school curriculum is getting closer and it's already been introduced in parts by different state or territory education bodies. The national curriculum's aim is to standardise education in all states and territories across the country and set out what's expected for students to learn and the consistencies to indicate how successful this learning's been. This final curriculum is a progressive development and could be signed off as early as October, but there's still some concerns, especially in the area of religion and ethics. Dr John Collier is the chairman of the Association of Independent Schools in New South Wales and the ACT. I welcomed him to 2020. Thanks, Neil. John, the curriculum is still in development and I know that as the chairman of the Association of the Head of Independent Schools in New South Wales and ACT, you've been following things along very closely. Yes, I have. Uh, It's quite a shift. It's the first time we've had an Australian curriculum that applies across the whole nation rather than being divided into separate curricula for each of the six states and the two territories. Of course, New South Wales is a little bit of a different case, isn't it, to some of the other states and territories around the country when it comes to the discussion about religion and ethics? Yes, the situation is different here because unlike some other states in government schools, we've had uh, for over a century what's called scripture or special religious education where churches, clergy and the representatives have the right enshrined in law to come into schools for an up to an hour a week and give instruction in their denominational understanding of Christian faith. So there are certainly some contextual differences that apply to New South Wales. Now, with the development of the national curriculum, how does that affect the way that you're likely to be able to or will need to respond to uh, changes that might be introduced? Well, the national curriculum provides the possibility of a religious studies course. Again, in New South Wales, as part of the higher school certificate, we've had what's called studies of religion, and that's what you might call a phenomenological course in Christian education. That is to say, it looks at religion as a phenomenon rather than as a way of enculturating faith. So it pretends uh, to be an objective course that looks at comparative religion, where a depth study is possible in, say, Christianity, but students also learn about other major religions in the world. And, John, you've been quite a critic of uh, taking that view because when it comes to Christianity, there's a whole lot more dimensions than just a, a simple comparison. Yes, I wouldn't like to see that kind of national syllabus replace 
the faith enculturation opportunities that we have in schools. And they exist obviously through Christian schools where Christian studies of some kind are normal in Christian schools, but they also exist in special special education or scripture in government schools. And my view is that those are different kinds of curriculum opportunities with different aims, and they should still sit side by side with a general religious education course. What's the current situation now in New South Wales, given that it is a, a different uh, scenario to what's happening in other states uh, with the ethics classes that have been introduced uh, when it comes to religion and the national curriculum that's coming how is all that likely to converge in the coming times well that's a very interesting question which is difficult to answer because we'll have to see what developments uh, proceed from here Currently in government schools there is a new course uh, which is special education in ethics and that's essentially introductory philosophy uh, taught not from a religious perspective and not by representatives of churches and that's uh, making slow and steady progress and there's been an inquiry into that uh, conducted by the New South Wales Parliament which has confirmed that uh, such classes should continue to be offered and they ought to sit uh, in a complementary fashion with scripture or with special religious education. On top of that comes the possibility of other courses through the Australian curriculum. So there certainly are a number of players in the field uh, and we'll have to see how all that shakes down. But you're right, it's early days in New South Wales. We've delayed the implementation of the national curriculum, the Australian curriculum, because of something of a standoff between the State Education Minister and the Commonwealth over the failure of the Commonwealth to fund staff development. So New South Wales has not yet introduced any form of the Australian curriculum, even though in the ACT it's been introduced this year. Now those delays, is that an advantage when it comes to issues to do with religion and ethics or uh, is it opening up uh, you know, a, a, a can of worms for all sorts of other things to come in? It's an advantage in that time allows the possibility of shakedown of curriculum in other jurisdictions in Australia and learning from their experience. Time gives the opportunity to get it right. So I think most of us in this state, whatever sector we're in, are quite pleased to see the delay. Well, Dr John Collier is our guest. He's the chairman of the Association of the Head of Independent Schools in New South Wales and the ACT. John, stay with us. I'd like to talk to you some more uh, with some questions uh, really about what you would like to see implemented in the national curriculum when it comes to religion and ethics, not only in New South Wales but beyond your territory throughout Australia. Thank you. We're discussing religion and ethics and its relationship to the national curriculum with Dr John Collier, the chairman of the Association of Independent Schools in New South Wales and the ACT. Uh, John, when it comes to submissions to the national curriculum and how that's being all put together before it gets signed off, is there time uh, for uh, religious bodies or for, as uh, yourself, of course, with independent schools, is there still time to uh, make submissions and fine-tune what is likely to come out in the wash at the end? Yes, there is. The first iteration of the Australian curriculum has been kindergarten to year 10, and the senior courses, year 11 and 12, are really still in development stage. So that's where most of the uh, top-end religious education will come, 
and so it's certainly very relevant for submissions to be made even at this stage. One of the concerns, I guess, that some parents might have, uh, parents who might have their children in Christian schools, independent schools, is that somehow or other with the introduction of a national curriculum, that may well impact the way that religion is taught in independent schools. Is there a risk that there could be new regulations for what's taught when it comes to religion in independent schools? There's no sign that uh, that fear will come to realisation in the way that people are concerned about. The Australian curriculum uh, through the states will probably be mandated for a certain amount of teaching time and the content will certainly be mandated but there will still be time left for schools to do other things within their operational time with students. So there will certainly be the opportunity for students to learn Christian education in a faith enculturating sense within Christian schools. But is there a risk that in Christian schools the possibility of Christian school teachers needing to teach, even if it is, uh, as you mentioned, an overview of other world religions, is that a likely scenario? It's more likely that uh, such a course will be an option. Uh, We have to wait and see the full shape of the national curriculum. Um, I can't see that it's likely to be a hazardous issue for schools and in fact I think there's a lot to be said for teaching comparative religions such that we have some understanding of the major faiths of the world but I'd be very reluctant to see that as the only form of religious education undertaken in schools and especially in Christian schools and that's why it's very important that we preserve time within our schools for full-blown teaching of Christian faith in terms of the doctrines of faith, um, the ethics of faith, and particularly the hope within Christian schools that students will embrace faith themselves. So it's important we protect some of the time for that purpose. So it's not really that we should hold fears for what will be taught in Christian schools. In fact, uh, in most Christian teaching, there's a real openness within Christianity to talk uh, comparatively about other world religions because Christianity stands so strongly on its own. But when it comes to state schools... Uh, and it comes to the broader community, I, I guess when it comes to introduction of a whole plethora of uh, comparative religious studies, that uh, relegates Christianity to one of a big bunch, doesn't it? Well, that's what's happening in government schools at the moment, where the teaching of ethics is a new area, and the teachers of the subject are new players in the field, and there's always been some concern that there will be attrition from those who attend what we call scripture classes in New South Wales, that's special religious education, into the secular ethics classes. And that may well happen. Um, ethics has made a, a small beginning. Uh, it's all up for review again in 2014 and 2015, and parents will actually need to um, opt into the SRE, the Special Religious Education courses, whereas so far there's been a sort of default position that anybody there, unless they opt out, will end up under that kind of tuition. So there's certainly the prospect that there'll be less students coming under gospel teaching in government schools. So a national curriculum is on its way. There's still time for Christian organisations to make submissions to how that national curriculum will look. Uh, the likelihood of it being a quick process is not necessarily there, and particularly, as I point to New South Wales, uh, where uh, in the broader national curriculum, the New South Wales Board of Studies considers the national curriculum to actually be inferior to the New South Wales model. So there's a lot of... uh, 
there's a lot of argument and debate still to come as to what will actually make this national curriculum, and I guess uh, that's something yet to be seen. Well, here at St Andrew's Cathedral School in Sydney, we haven't really responded uh, in terms of developing national curriculum courses as yet because the sands are still shifting. And what we expect will happen is that the Australian Curriculum Assessment and Reporting Authority, ACARA, will determine Australian curriculum uh, courses which will be generic and then they'll be interpreted by states and territories such as the New South Wales Board of Studies into actual state curriculum which will be consistent with the Australian curriculum and so the local state authority will be the the broker, um, the the mediator if you like of curriculum into actual courses and then schools will write learning programs based around that so there's a lot of work yet to be done but we may well find that in various states the Australian curriculum is interpreted um, through the prism of state courses anyway and so the change may not be all that radical. Well for now we'll point people who are interested in the discussion we've been having to the Anglican Education Commission website. Uh, We'll endeavour to have a link to that site from our webpage at 2020 on the vision.org.au website. Uh, Dr John Collier is the Chairman of the Association of the Head of Independent Schools in New South Wales and the ACT. John thanks for being with us today on 2020. That's a pleasure, Neil. Thanks very much. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.